welcome back to Return to Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Curry. Yes, it's still me. If this is your first time here with me, then allow me to say welcome to the show. And thank you very much for joining us today. If you've been here before, I appreciate your continued loyalty to the truth, this podcast, and for coming back for more. Stick around, we have some great content coming your way. If you haven't yet listened to our previous podcast episode, or season for that matter, then please make sure you go back and give it a listen. The last episode that we recorded was Season 2, Episode 13, Be Like Jesus. In that episode, we discussed the one and only role model that we should follow, Jesus, our example, and how we should pattern our lives after His. So as always, before we start any episode, we'd ask God to guide us into a better understanding of His Word so that we can discern what it is He is trying to tell us. So with all that said, let's start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we call out to your holy name. We ask that you will open our eyes to what's going on around us. Help us to see the signs. Help us to gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding so that we may be able to discern what is going on. We realize that you are calling out to us a desperate cry of help, a warning of love. Please bless us now as we study your word. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. The title of today's episode is Warning. Sirens, alarms, alerts, and warnings, all of which are trying to tell us something important. Giving us information, cautioning us, letting us know something serious is about to happen. Some of these are subtle. Some, not so much. But what happens if we ignore the signs around us? What happens if we can't hear or see them? What happens if we decide to go our own way and in a way put a do not disturb sign on our door of life? You know, it's said that better a thousand times careful than once dead. Ezekiel chapter 3 verses 17 through 19 reads this, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way. He shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. With that verse in mind, I'd like to tell you a story. So grab your favorite buttered popcorn, close your eyes, unless you're driving that is, please don't do that, and make sure to sit back and try to imagine this play out. There was a certain man, who was called to go out of town on a far away distant business trip. He had a long drive ahead of him. So he packed up, got himself together, and started to head out. He left later than usual. It was getting late in the evening, and the sun was setting. As he was driving, he decided to take some back roads to save time. 
After a while, he noticed the clouds and sky starting to get even darker than before. There was a storm approaching, and what little light that he had left was now gone. It started to rain. Then it started to downpour, so much to the point of where he could barely even see ahead of him. Never in his life had he experienced such rain before. Up ahead on the right, he saw some lights from a random bar in the middle of nowhere on the outskirts of the town he was going through. He thought to himself, I will pull off up here and wait it out. As he approached the bar from way off, he saw a man open the door and staggering out of the door, approaching the road quickly. He was waving his hands all around the place and running frantically. Oh, that's just great, the businessman thought to himself. Now I have to deal with some drunk guy, too. He thought to himself, no way I am stopping now. I know, I will slow down right before I get to him in the middle of the road and then speed away really fast. As the businessman got closer and closer to the man, he slowed down as if he was going to stop and then started to floor it right before getting up to him. The man suddenly leaped in front of the vehicle at the last moment, causing the businessman to slam on his brakes, just barely missing him, just inches away from running him over. Angered and upset, the businessman got out of his car. He yelled, What is wrong with you? Are you crazy? I could have killed you. Why did you jump out in front of me like that? Are you drunk? The man, crying and in tears, said, I'm sorry, really I am, but I had no choice but to jump in front of you like that. I couldn't bear to see another life lost, and there is nothing to block the road with. The businessman, puzzled, said, What do you mean? The man said, The bridge is out ahead over the hill, and three other cars have already went over, and six have died. I didn't want you to be next. God doesn't want you to be next. He doesn't want you to ignore him waving you down. The point of the story is this. Don't ignore the warnings and signs around you. Don't act like you have all the time in the world or that you have it all figured out. Because honestly, you haven't. Some people think they can push it off, put it on the back burner, but will it be too late? How many people do you know that have ran out of time? People that ignored the one and only thing that should matter, and that is sealing yourself for your eternal salvation. Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. This is a cry of help to everyone out there listening. So if you see someone who is drowning, would you not jump into the water and try to save them? If someone is in a boat getting ready to go over the waterfall and you're standing on the outer banks, would you not yell out, turn away, turn back now, you're going the wrong way. Ezekiel 33.6 says, But if the watchman sees the sword coming, and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any person from among them. He is taken away in his iniquity, 
but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. This is a warning of love. It doesn't pay to ignore warnings in this life, even when they don't make any sense at all. You can always turn around, but not for long. It was once said, those who don't heed the warnings don't live to admit they were stupid not to do so. Matthew chapter 24 verses 37 through 39 says this, But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. So what exactly were they doing again? Eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. The point is that they were engaged with the things of this world, the cares of this life. People are focused on temporal issues and acting as if nothing else matters. They didn't believe. They didn't want to believe. They only cared for themselves and the moment they were in. They lived for the present. So what exactly happened next? When the water started to come, when the rains began to pour down unlike anything they have ever seen, when floods started to come and the water started to rise, they found themselves beating hard on the doors of the ark. So hard, I'm sure, that their hands were bloody, splintered, and in pain. Imagine what they were thinking for a moment during that time. The thoughts and the emotions. Harder and harder pounding. Let us in. Let us in. We believe now. We believe. Please. We were wrong. We will change. Please save us. But it was too little, too late. The doors were sealed shut, and so was their fate. No one could hear them any longer. The great floodwaters came and took them away, and they were no more. All that was left was the marks on the door. That passage in Matthew is Jesus' very words of the future for all who ignores the warnings. We see here in Luke 23.30, it says, Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills cover us. Revelation 6.16 says, And said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Further commentary reads this, When Jesus says that it will be the same as it was in the days of Noah before his coming, he is referring to the fact that the world will be just as wicked and evil as it was during the time of Noah. It also refers to the truth that people will be living as though nothing major is about to happen. They will be getting married and celebrating as if the Lord isn't about to return for his second coming. We have to understand the severity of Jesus' words here because he is comparing the wickedness of people before the flood as being the same wickedness that will be occurring before his second coming. So are we getting there yet? Are you sure? I think we are. It's getting closer. The time is coming for Jesus' return. Look around. 
Look at this world and look at your own life in the process. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with marriage or getting married. On the contrary, we did a whole episode on that already. But take a look at this next part. Go ahead and listen to this. It says here, Our compassionate Redeemer, foreseeing the perils that would surround His followers at this time, has given them this special warning. Take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. The point is this. Are we going to ignore the signs and the warnings that are going on around us? Are we going to blind ourselves and stuff up our ears so that we cannot see or hear the truth? Are we going to fill our lives with the things of this world and bog ourselves down so that we have nowhere to go but over the edge? But we do have a way to turn back. We have a sign. We have a warning that is ringing out to us aloud. Your Creator is calling you. Will you look the other way? Will you continue to go blindly over? Let me tell you something. There is nothing over there on the other side that will save you. Let's see if you've heard this before. Psalms 23, 3-4. It reads this, He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, in recent translations of this verse, number three, it says here, He restores my soul, could actually read instead, God brings me back. The Hebrew word that is used here, shuv, which means to return and points us directly toward the need to repent and come back to Him. Later on, when we received the Septuagint, the Greek word that we used was metonia, which means turning, remorse, and repentance. You see, when we don't have a shepherd, the sheep wander astray and end up taking the completely wrong path. Without a shepherd to restore them from their aimless wandering, the sheep fall down and can't get up or they get caught in the brambles and can't free themselves. We also read here that we feel lost, which is why we stray away. But we are the ones losing ourselves, caught up in the things that bind us to sin. But He calls us. He is yelling out to us, warning us of danger ahead. You're about to go over the edge. Stop. Come back to me. Come back to me. Return to the safety. Malachi 3 verses 7 says this, Yet from the days of your fathers you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. What is it that has you blinded? 
What's closing up your ears so you cannot hear? Examine yourself. Take the time to listen to God. We ought to be living as if Jesus died yesterday, rose this morning, and is coming back this afternoon. You know, there's an old hymn that says this, and I can actually relate to the lyrics. The words really connect here. Let me read it for you for a moment. It says, O to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness like a fetter bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, O take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Bind our hearts, O Lord. Seal our hearts, O Lord. This is a prayer that we must pray. A prayer we need to pray. He is reaching out to you. Just reach back for Him. He is calling you by name and right where you are. If you have felt the unconditional love of Jesus, if you know the ultimate price He has paid for you, if you want to recommit your life to Him, then I invite you to pray this with me now. Dear Heavenly Father, I recognize that I am a sinner. I understand that it is because of my sin that Jesus hung there on the cross. He bled and died and rose from the grave. I believe in Him and the sacrifice He has made as an atonement for my sin. I believe You are faithful and willing to blot these things from Your book. I ask now that You will forgive me for the iniquity, the unrighteousness and sinful actions I have done in my life. I pray now that by His blood you will save me from these sins. I accept the free gift that you have offered to me of eternal life. Please take control of my life now and make it yours. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit to guide me and help me to live a life that is worthy of you. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Go and live a life that is an example of Christ, showing your actions what He has done for you, and have the assurance that Jesus is with you always, and you will never go over the edge if you continue to hold on to Him. So now, in closing, take heed and listen to the warnings of life. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23-27 through 27 reads this, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or left. Remove your foot from evil. That's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We have so much more coming your way. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Just search the name Return to Truth and look for the logo. So feel free to drop us a Bible question and we will answer it here on the show. You can also leave a comment or even request a shout out. Maybe you have a prayer request that you'd like to get mentioned. 
You can find the Return to Truth podcast on many different podcast apps. Just search Return to Truth and look for the logo. Make sure to follow this podcast channel on any of those apps and stay up to date. Don't forget to then comment and rate because I want to hear from you. And please share this podcast as much as you can. Remember to stay tuned as we return to truth.